I'm Darrell Baskin. You're listening to the Future of Real Estate on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. Remember to find your next home at HomeGuideTulsa.com. One address, thousands of homes, HomeGuideTulsa.com. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear that. (laughs) (laughs) And so can everybody else. I, I just turned the mic on. And thank you, Steve Currington, for uh, <laughs> no, are sharing we live? your candy. We are. Oh we my are. God. Actually, I think I think that's just the way it ought to be. I think people need to know more of your personality. The Jolly How Ranchers that you provide during the recording of the show are some of the best Jolly Ranchers I've ever had. Yeah, thanks for giving me credit for that, even though you showed up with them. Oh, but that's okay. The I'll Jolly Ranchers that are yeah. available in the building <laughs> that's right. when I come in. <laughs> Um, are pretty amazing. So, so thank I've, you, Daryl. I've got a question for you. Yeah, Steve Currington, mortgage expert. And this isn't a question for you. This is a question that's a the headline on an article. Who would you buy a house with? And I know this has a lot of mortgage implications. Mortgage, but hold the marriage. Realtor.com survey finds one-third of Americans have bought a home together without getting hitched. Yep. How common do you find that? I oh, find it all the time. more common. I just hung up with someone before I walked in here that's doing that. I mean, we have like, I will tell you this. I encourage people that are not married if, um, like my brother. Okay, so my brother was buying a house, and he's like, I want to put my girlfriend on the loan. And I was like, well, you can do that, but, you know, you qualify on your own anyway. And so do you, what, what if something happens and you break up with said girlfriend? Then you have a mortgage and a house to unravel. It's an entanglement, financial yeah. entanglement. So if you can avoid it, I tell people, you know, I just talked to a guy yesterday and I was like, look, I'm all for adding your girlfriend, fiance, whatever it is to the loan. You do what you want, but you qualify on your own. We're giving so, personal relationship advice, kind of. <laughs> it really is. And, and but, the reason is, is because we've been on the other end of it whenever things go awry. I'm a court-appointed. So here's my official title. I'm a court-appointed certified divorce real estate expert, meaning that at times the court appoints me to go in and help clean up this mess. Yeah. If you're going to do that, if like you're going to put your girlfriend on it or your boyfriend on it, right. then why not just go ahead and get married? Yeah. And but, we've done that too, by which the way. Which is all okay. We have sometimes we'll have a veteran that wants to do that. And when you're a veteran, you can't do a mortgage unless you're married or you can prove that you're common law or whatever. So we've actually had veterans that went and got married <laughs> so that them and their fiance or spouse could be on the loan together. Well, here are some likely candidates. We're talking about boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, et cetera. But so you can have romantic partner, not engaged, or married 15% on this this survey. Uh said they were teaming up to break into the market. And that is one of the keys is you might actually need to do this in order to qualify. You were talking about not qualify, that that you could qualify without the other person. So that's one consideration. So, but then some people are teaming up so they can buy more, you know, they can buy a bigger They can buy something that better suits them. So uh, buying with a parent, grandparent, or older relative, that's 6%. And that can be helpful because sometimes you have to buy a house where you need additional space to accommodate this other person and you couldn't afford it on your own. Yeah. And well, you need the other way that some we, of that future inheritance. Yeah. Right. The other way we do that is they call it a non-occupying co-borrower because often we'll get a, uh, let me give an example. Like I have a borrower that is self-employed. Okay. 
and they report no income on their taxes because they don't want to pay Uncle Sam taxes. So when you look at their taxes, you know, it looks like they lose 20 grand a month or a year. So they don't qualify. But they obviously make money, right? So they'll have mom, dad, uncle, cousin, grandma, grandpa be a co-signer, which we call a non-occupant co-borrower, someone who's not going to occupy the property, but they're going to be on the loan in order to help them qualify. We typically have a couple of those going. Now, that might be grandma who's not going to live in the house, but she's got the income and she wants to help out the grandkid because maybe there's a spouse with bad credit that can't be on the loan or there's like some reason we can't prove their income. I just had a guy that was in car sales and he's only been doing it for eight months. And, and how long do you need? I mean, the, like the rule of thumb is two of years, but... And that's um, because it's not it's not uh, salaried income. And it, you have to it, prove that it's going to be consistent and you have to get an average. Now, that being said, the rule of thumb is two years, but we've certainly done them and I just pre-approved somebody that was been in car sales but they'd been doing it for a year. So there are some exceptions to that. You know, big down payment, great credit, been doing it a year. Um, bad credit, low down payment, been doing it for a year, maybe not, but everybody's different. So I would just say in those scenarios that you mentioned, like buying with a family member, a mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, a lot of those, that 6% number was probably more they signed as a non-occupant co-borrower than them buying it together, in my opinion. Well, there's um, there are all kinds of different reasons. You, child, niece, nephew, or younger relative that mm -hmm. you can be buying with. Sometimes there's a, a disability or a, a need to live together, right? And not just financial. A parent, grandparent, older relative that was seventeen percent. A friend, ten percent. Yeah. You well, know, you live longer when you have companionship, regardless of the romantic status of well, it. Well, some people are doing that from an investment standpoint because they're buying a house as an investment and they're buying it together. I did that in Florida. I have a friend who I'm really good friends with. We both wanted a home in Florida, so we bought it together. Well, you just did a two-person timeshare. Basically. <laughs> and we owned it. The house got built in August, and we sold it, and it closed in November. <laughs> so or, we didn't end up keeping it, but we made money. Here's where, here's where some pooling of resources can come in and why. Um, you start you want to start building equity sooner, so go ahead and get started on it. There, that's not much different than a, uh, an LLC. You can establish an LLC and own it like as a corporate entity. You just own it together, and that's one, two, ten people. It doesn't really matter. Right. You just need to spell this out. The, the legal side of it is to avoid having a huge mess, knowing what the terms are, when you no longer want to be in that financial relationship. And then if there's a romantic relationship or familial relationship in, in some other way, mm -hmm. uh, those can be completely separate. You just have a way to, to handle it. Buying in a better location is a good reason to do yep. this because you want to buy up. Buying a bigger home. Yep. And the bigger they get, then sometimes the more uh, leverage you get with your money, more updated and pooling resources just to get into the housing market in the first place. So Yeah, and sometimes it's opportunity. You know, there might be like a really good opportunity that you can't do on your own. Yeah. That you want to bring in a friend. One um, person provides the down payment and the other person provides the qualification for the uh, the monthly payment. Yeah, I did that back in 2012. It's a great deal. I've got a property that's still for sale out at uh, Pine and Peoria. So. <laughs> I think I know which one it is. <laughs> You'll never get your money back out of that one. <laughs> hey, Steve Currington, mortgage expert. Uh, Steve, telephone number. 918-281-5475. Uh, That's my cell, which I answer seven days a week.
You're listening to the Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.